morning. We are here talking Big Brother, even while simultaneously tonight's episode of Big Brother on. So we'll talk about that at the same time. We break down all the hot stuff this week, including the double eviction and all of that. I'm Melinda Gates-Turner, and with me there is Renee. Introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? Renee Porsche here. How's everybody's Friday going? And Brandon? Hey, everybody. It's Brandon. I'm sore, but I'm here. Barely alive, but I'm here. <laughs> we won't make you move. You just need to use your brain and your mouth. Okay. And your I don't plan on moving. <laughs> okay. So, double eviction night would have been the perfect time for the sheeple to take out Paul, <laughs> but of course it didn't. Not even a whisper of it. Not even a whisper. Was anybody no. surprised that it was Cody and then Elena? <laughs> uh, nope, not at all. Not at all. As soon as I, you know? as soon as I saw the, I saw that Jason won the the second HOH. I I just turned the TV off. As soon as I saw that he won HOH, I just, I, no need. Like I, I went and got a shower, came back, and looked and saw. Yep, that's what happened. Just like I thought it would. But but you missed the part where Paul shoved his hand up Jason's backside through that unitard and was actually using him as a human meat puppet to make him make those nominations. You missed that part. Oh, I, I did. Well, hmm. he's, he's got that his might hands have, in everybody's shirt then this year. That might as well have been what happened. Uh-huh. That would have been a reason to tune in. It's to actually see Jason kind of wince as the hand went in and then he just <laughs> used him as a human puppet. I've been amazed, and the same results. Renee, what did you think? Any surprise at all from last night? No, no surprise. I, I, I have to say though, I did enjoy Cody's exit. <laughs> I now people, I've seen like I've seen a fifty-fifty division on that. Some people said it was disrespectful for him to march across the table and leave. I thought it was balls out brilliant. I loved it. I agree. Renee. So what did you, you liked loved it, Renee. It. Yes. What did it say to you? What did it let you know when he did that? It let me know that he hates everybody in that house, and he couldn't wait to get out fast enough. And he didn't want any fake hugs. What do you think, Brandon? He did not want a hug from anybody, right? <laughs> well, no, and I don't blame him. I don't like to hug strangers either. I don't like to hug anybody, honestly. But I I thought it was honestly I thought it was hilarious to watch because that's that's just exactly how Cody is and he's being himself. He's the only one probably in that house that's actually, you know, being himself and playing the game for himself. And I I mean I guess I see the, the disrespect part, but I mean the hugging after you get evicted, that's not part like that doesn't have anything to do with game in, in my opinion. So I don't really honestly see that as disrespectful. I just think it was <laughs> the best way to exit, especially when you knew you were going to leave and you knew everybody in the house was wanting you to go. So, you know, why why act like you care about these people when you really don't? I agree, and especially this season. And it's interesting because Derek, you know, BB16 winner, he's in the house tonight talking to the house guest, and some people have speculated and hoped that he would kind of – 
give give a little chastising on their behavior because he's been very vocal on social media about the personal attacks and that the stuff that Josh is doing in particular is not gameplay because he said the second, you know, the second you're evicted, the game is over. And that should be it. But Josh went after Jessica right after she got evicted, and I'm sure he would have done the same to Cody. And, Renee, I know you love him, oh, yeah. but Derek thinks that and, – and Derek didn't talk about bullying or anything like that, but he just said there's personal and then there's gameplay. So what do you think, uh, what do you think Derek's going to do in the house tonight? Do you think – because we're not going to see everything that happens, you know, do we think that he might address some of the behavior? I think he's going to take a nap. <laughs> I think Derek's going to take a nap. Yeah, he's just going to get he's going to just feel right at home on that on that big brother sofa. He's just going to lay down and you know <laughs> take a nap. I'm just glad it's – I mean, I like Derek, so I'm I'm great with him coming back in. You know, Nicole's little thing this season was like, meh. And I'm actually – because last, last year and many years before, it's been Jesse. It's been Mr. Pectacular. So I don't mind not seeing him. <laughs> Me either. What do you think, Brandon? Would you rather have Derek or the Peck? <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd rather have neither if it was available to, you know, choose <laughs> neither of them. But, I mean, Jesse's kind of been running to the ground. I think we can all agree that he's been overstayed his welcome, kind of like yeah. Jeff in the same sense. And, and he's, it seems like Jesse's moving on to apparently he wants to be in soaps now or whatever. Good for him. Uh, but He was on Young and the Restless. I watched it, and it was lame. Yeah. Was, he, was he horrible? Um, he was he he played a bouncer at well, like a gatekeeper at a, a at a music festival, and he was trying to block you know one of the Newmans, and you don't block the Newmans, you know, if you know the other <laughs> And um, he wasn't awful. Um, Paul has been on. Paul was on the Bold and the Beautiful. Um, it, so his his. Thing isn't just limited to Candy Crush. He was on the Bold and the Beautiful. He showed up to Bill Spencer's wedding that fell apart, as soap weddings do. But he was uh, he was part of like the catering crew. It was him and Mama Day and Victor. All three of them were on Bold and the Beautiful together last year. So, or actually, not even last year. I think it might have been this year. Yeah, yeah, it was this year. It was a few months ago. So, and they they weren't terrible. They weren't terrible, so. But, Don't they uh, all Jesse go on after they get up? What? Don't they usually all go on the bold and beautiful? Um, no, they they pick and choose. Like Debbie, Debbie from Survivor has been on Bold and the Beautiful twice, and then the three of them from BB18 were on. Um, two guys from. Survivor or Amazing Race were also on Young. It was Amazing Race maybe was on Young. No, no, no. It was Survivor. Young and the Restless last year. They just showed up in a coffee shop to drink. CBS loves to do that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. They love to to cross stuff, and if they can have Amazing Race people in the Survivor 
I mean, in the Big Brother house, they'll do it. So I haven't noticed anybody from Survivor. I don't think playing Big Brother, but Caleb, you know, from Big Brother went on Survivor. Do y'all remember that? Do you watch Survivor also? Was he on Twice? He was on, yeah, he was on Survivor Twice because the first time he went on, gosh, it was like just a few days in, he he overheated and, like, had a seizure, and it was really bad. And they let him back on, and then they voted him out, ironically, because they, they decided he was disloyal when Caleb is, like, I thought in Big Brother was very loyal. So He was. Yeah, I liked him. I was bummed that he didn't last as long as he did on Survivor. I don't think they they didn't give him a chance. Not really. It was a weird season. Not as weird as this season of Big Brother, though. <laughs> and have you heard the news? And tell me what you think. So for me, this season of Big Brother is very frustrating. But the ratings are through the roof. Explain. Why do you think that's happening? Uh. Uh. Huh. CBS is rigging the ratings. I feel like that has to be the only logical explanation. I mean, unless it's just all of the drama that's been happening that's drawing people in. I don't know why people are watching. I'm actually not watching tonight at all. I don't plan on watching. Um, I might watch Sunday, maybe, maybe not. But I, I feel like they don't do. They promote it just the same as they do any other season. Like they're not, yeah. you know, overly promoting it. But I don't know. Maybe it's all of the the past house guests that are tweeting about it that makes everybody tune in. I don't know. I don't, Renee, I hate to see it personally. Yeah. I, I'm frustrated um, with it. Renee, what's your theory? Uh, I just think maybe bandwagon, you know, there's so much about bullying. Everybody's just, you know, jumping on to see what all the commotion's about, you know, checking it out. It, I, I think I tweeted last night. I, I think this to me is the worst season. Um, uh, I was pretty fed up <laughs> with it last night with the whole elimination mm-hmm. um, veto. Uh, to me, it seemed, I don't know, not rigged, but kind of odd that they would have threw that in and made, you know, pretty much sealed either Elena or Marks, you know. Yeah. Well, my uh, what I'm interested to see, okay, so – so the ratings have been really good, but Jessica went last week. Cody went this week. I think it would be very interesting if the ratings took a nosedive now that both of them are gone because if the ratings don't nosedive, to me, that shows CBS that the Paul show was a success and they might bring him back or something, even if he doesn't win. Don't, but if the ratings, don't go there. Please don't go there. Let's just not even think about I know, that because I know, that's but, not going to happen. <laughs> but Jessica and Cody have a legion of fans. And oh. I'm hoping maybe it's them and the ratings will, like, adjust a little. Not that I wish bad ratings on it, although I kind of wish bad ratings on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this season, I did. I did a poll on Twitter um, asking if they thought Cody and Jeff were like the worst players in history. And shocking, I'm a little shocked, 50% say no and 22% said yes. 15% said they couldn't stand them and 13% said world peace. 
so, <laughs> I I don't think he's the worst player. I think no. that he I I think he they were just set up for for failure. I feel like I don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just I don't know. I, I don't think he has the temperament for this. I think he thought because he can take the abuse and he can be stoic and things like that, I think he thought he could take it. I think he'd have been better off on Survivor, honestly. Because <laughs> uh, you, you, you actually need less of a social game on there because at least you can walk away into the jungle and leave. <laughs> but I I think he was just emotionally ill-equipped. Now, what did y'all think? And Jessica, um, I saw her on a podcast, a video podcast, a vodcast, I don't know what you call it, um, last night after the live eviction when when Julie asked Cody if he was going to marry her, and he said yes. And I was watching, Jessica was talking about it later. So what did you guys think about his little impromptu sort of proposal? It's too soon. Way <laughs> too soon. Once they once they get out of this house and out of the jury house, once they get together in the outside world and spend like a week or two or, or a month, however long it takes, they're going to realize that it's not all sunshine and lollipops and rainbows because they're going to find out things about each other that they don't like or they're going to realize that they have very different lives and they just can't, you know, make it together. It's, it's not going to work. They're not going to most likely. Yeah, I I tend to agree. Renee, what do you think? Is it is it happily ever or 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 never? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my line went down, so I was a little okay. Um, so sorry to say, I did not hear the question. Oh, we were discussing uh, when Cody left the house. How he said when um, Julie asked if he was going to marry uh, <laughs> marry her, and uh, and he said yes. So Jess was talking about it last night on a vodcast. She screamed. She said she was screaming when he said it, and then his mother was texting her. And because apparently she's been talking to his family. The only one she hasn't got to talk to is his daughter Paisley. But she said that she was actually going to propose to him on finale night. She said she was already Whoa. tweeting about it. Yeah, she Whoa. was actually already talking about that and tweeting about it, and now she's saying that she feels like she's definitely going to do it. I heard that same podcast. I was listening, too, last night to her podcast. Yeah, I was watching her because I guess I was on the website, so it was on video also, and she was talking about it. Yeah, so she's full on ready to like hitch her wagon to the grumpy <laughs> Marie, and she's been talking to his family, you know, her family, and it's like it's, uh, I don't know, but she gets along with his mom apparently. Yada yada yada. So it's very interesting. Okay, here's a little update. I have I have got Big Brother on, and Derek is talking to them, and this clip show is mostly clips of the, I know you don't like this word, some of us don't like this word, but bullying. He, there's all the antics, and he is talking about Josh and the pots and pans and all that, so it's interesting. 
and now they're Andrea oh. and Cody. Oh, I think oh, that's okay. lame. So, yeah, well, I mean, the clip show is lame by definition, you know, so it's like, mer. All right, um, <laughs> Allison Grodner, the, uh, one of the producers, did her usual weekly interview with Big Brother Network, and she talked about something this week that I thought was very interesting. I don't know if either of you saw this. They asked her about the Den of Temptation potion where you, you drank the green or the red if you were going to participate in the comp. And have you all heard about what was in that stuff? No, but I was wondering. No. Yeah, I want to okay, know. Okay, the faces that everybody was making. Okay. If you've never had this, it's fabulous. Gefilte fish. Do you know, have you ever seen gefilte fish? It has eyeballs in it. What? Yeah, because I've seen it like at Passover. I had a Jewish boyfriend for a hot second and did Passover, and there was like gefilte fish, and it was there's like eyeballs and crap in it. It's, it's gross. Um, and I apologize to anyone who's kosher and digs it, but it's gross. Um, beef juice. <laughs> which I've never had beet juice, but it just doesn't sound good. Um, Clam juice, which is, and yogurt, among other things. So it sounds like it was, it's the texture of yogurt and then the flavor of something fishy, you know? It's just gross. And Allison, Allison Grodner said, this is her quote, we were all floored behind the scenes when Cody chugged it without a flinch. <laughs> Everybody else, the way that they were like faces, you know, could you drink that yogurt with like fish goo in it? Oh my, how is that even safe to drink? Yeah. Ugh, that, ugh. I wonder if the red one for, for not doing it tasted any better. Like maybe that one was like Kool Aid or maple syrup, and the other, and the one to play was disgusting. <laughs> But it just sounds horrible. And I wonder if they had to drink it all. Because, like, Cody turned it up and, like, chugged it. But some of the other people looked like they were sipping. But, I mean, it was edited, so who knows. But it looked horrifying. I don't think they had had to drink it all because I only thought, right, it is edited. And they don't show it on the feed. But it looked like they just took a sip of it. And, yeah, Cody was like, he just didn't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It's like, ugh, I don't know what your everyday diet is, but that doesn't just make you just gag, you know. So, um, Jessica has been watching the live feeds constantly, and she's been on social media constantly, and it's really funny. I don't know if y'all have been looking at some <laughs> of her stuff. Oh yeah, I follow her. And I, I'm kind of, honestly, it's a little, as, as much as I love Jessica, it's a little cringy to read, read her tweets because I'm like, uh, you're going a little too far. Like, I understand you're frustrated because we all are. Trust me, we all are. But, like, she's just getting a little too, too extra and a little too out of hand with some of these tweets. I'm like, just cool it down a little bit. Yeah, she advertises herself as pretty flamboyant and unapologetic. I think it's, I don't know if it's on her Instagram or one of her other profiles where she just basically says that she's crude and rude and doesn't care. And I believe it. Um, one oh, of yeah. the things on 
one of the things on her live Instagram chat the other day she did, like the day after she, she uh, got out, that I thought was hilarious, and I did not, I never knew this, that they were asking her about slop. And she was saying, I don't know if either of y'all heard this, she was saying that no matter how much you eat, you like don't get full, which I've kind of heard stuff like that. But what she said is that it gives you the worst gas. And she said when you walk into the have-not room, because that's what everybody in there is eating, she said it's just a wall of funk. She said it literally smells <laughs> like shit. <laughs> Uh, well, that so, turns me away that, from the show now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. And I've looked up the recipe for slop, and I know they've changed it a few times, but it's like, ah, uh, it's just amazing. So Now, I haven't watched um, Cody's exit interview with the iPad or Elena's exit interview with the iPad. I meant to before the show, and I didn't get to. Did either of you all watch it? I didn't see it, either one. Um, I did watch it, but I saw a, a clip or, like, a little kind of recap, and apparently, I don't know how accurate it was, but it said that there were 60-some questions uh, on for Cody's exit interview, and it took him 37 seconds to answer them all, and he apologized for being too slow to answer the questions. I don't know that's, how true that was. That's what I heard, too. And I was thinking, was he just going, yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to go watch it. Maybe we can all watch it and talk about it next week. Um, poor Mark. And now, I, you know what I thought was interesting is when Elena left, what did y'all think about this? How when Julie was asking her about Mark, Elena said she was into him, but she didn't think that, that the BB house was the place to explore that. But I didn't get. Only towards the very end did I start to see her softening up towards him. What do you guys think? Is she just not into him, or was she telling the truth to Julie? I, I always thought that I don't think she was into him. In fact, early on when I was watching the feeds, I remember everybody saying she was into Christmas. Um, and <laughs> I also remember her, you know, messing around with Jessica at first. So I kind of thought... You know, she was team girls, not not you know team guys. But so I'm, I don't know. She just, I kind of I don't I don't think she was into him at all. What do you think, Brandon? Uh, I, I well the way I looked at it was. I don't know if she mentioned this or if it's something I maybe I heard it on the feed. I can't remember, but she was interested in him, but she just thought that for her game it would be best to not, you know, act like she was super close with him because she didn't want people to think that she was in a showman's and, you know, sometimes being in a showman's ruins your chances at winning the game. So she was she was into him, but she didn't want to, you know, pursue anything like that because she, you know, was actually concerned about her game which is also funny because I feel like she's only there for fame, but I guess that's neither here nor there because she's gone now. But I don't know. Maybe it was her game. I don't know. I have to say that for me, if you lined up all the dudes in the house, Mark is the one that I would pick. 
because he's giant and a wall of muscle and he's handsome and I know he looks like the Hulk, but that's okay too. I could totally paint him green and be into that. I'm an Avengers fan. Uh, <laughs> for me, Mark is like was across the board the tastiest guy in the house. And I actually, I, I don't. My only issue with him is the fact that he cries, and I I'm not a fan of a crying dude. Uh, he's a little too sensitive for me, but I might pass it because I think you could bounce a quarter off his ass from across the room. Um, <laughs> I think Lena is real stupid if she doesn't at least give that a ride after this game is over. So. That's she said. She said. That, that's like worth having. Ride the Hulk coaster at least once. It's my favorite <laughs> Also, maybe in real life he's a good ride. I don't know. He's adorable to me. He's just he probably, I like giant people. He probably cries after sex. He probably cries <laughs> during sex. <laughs> so I if I can just be discussing, what you do is you just totally do it doggy style and just, like, drape a towel over you to catch the tears. It's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> So bad. I, I couldn't stare up at the face. I couldn't stare up at Hulk sad doing me and tears, green tears coming down. So I think you'll like this, Brandon. I don't know if you saw this. Evil Dick tweeted out. Uh, uh, Jessica retweeted it was why it came across my plate. Because I, I tried to look at Evil Dick because he's so awful, but he's so funny at the same time. Yeah, about about Jason's speech. He tweeted, whistle Dick's speech, blah, 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 because this is what Paul told me to do, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly, uh, which I guess also fits everybody else in the house, not just Jason, but but still, he understands. Yeah. I don't even like Dick, but yeah. I've been agreeing with everything he said this season. Like, I hated him, but... Everything he said this season so far, I'm like, yep, I agree with you on that. Oh, my gosh. They're showing a clip that I do not remember. Big old Mark is laying across that funky blue sofa, and little bitty Ramsey's climbed up on him to rub his back. <laughs> and with oh, my joint- And then Matt came up and climbed up. On Mark's back behind Ramsey's and started giving Ramsey's a shoulder rub. That is the only thing of interest I have seen Matt do all. I have it on Like he's a big old horse. He's sitting on Mark like he's a big old horse. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Well, the good news about last night's live eviction, I thought it was funny. What did you think, guys, think when when uh, Cody was talking about wanting peace and quiet in the jury house, but they screwed that up? by making it a double eviction. I think he has to be, he's got to be happy it's Elena walking in and not someone like Josh, you know, because he and Elena get along. They're fine. Well, she talks constantly and he really doesn't say much. So. Right. So that's, he he just sits there and lets people talk, I think, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so do you think now. anything's gonna happen? 
you think anything's going to happen between the two of them? Because it's just those I two. I thought that I didn't know, Brandon. Uh-huh. Yep. See? I just literally that <laughs> crossed my mind. I'm like, that could happen. That tickled my brain, too. But then I was thinking about that the whole thing was that they were like kind of like cause they were showmances that hung out together. They were kind of like always on a double date. And Elena and Jessica are really, really tight. They they kind of took a step back, but in all of Jessica's tweets and everything about her, she's been talking a lot and how she was her best friend in the house. But I don't think Elena would do that to her, um, especially with, not without a camera on her, you know. <laughs> did y'all true? Did y'all see the stuff during Cody's last couple of days in the house where Al? I think it was Alex told him about what Raven was saying about him wanting to get with to get with her. Because you remember the whole thing was Raven was like Cody wanted me. Yeah. I'm sorry. You said Raven. I just. Instantaneously fell asleep whenever I hear anyone. I just fall asleep. It just happened. Well, Cody, yeah, Cody, Alex told Cody about Raven saying that he was trying to kiss her and stuff. And you can see the look on his face because he doesn't hide anything. He was just like, what the? <laughs> and then Jessica talked about it in her, in a, in a live Instagram video thing she did that I watched. And she, she was saying that, um, when Cody was HOH first week that Raven was sleeping up there in the HOH room for like one or two nights and then but Jessica really liked him and she but she asked Raven is there anything going on and Raven told her no he sleeps with his back to me there's nothing going on he's nowhere near me so Jessica went up there and had dinner with Cody in the HOH room then they laid down in bed started listening to music and then it got to be bedtime and Raven came up and wanted Jessica to leave, and Cody told Raven to get lost. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she ran to Matt. (laughs) I thought that was wonderful. (laughs) Like I said last week, I cannot, for the life of me, ever imagine Cody and Raven together in any, any lifetime. Because all Raven does is make victim noises. And we all know how Cody <laughs> feels about those. We know what he thinks about victims. It's true. Oh, actually, do you know what was funny is Derek, he's been tweeting about that he doesn't like some of the personal attacks in the house, but then he went in on Raven on his Twitter. He said something about, I have to go now. I have a gastroparesis parade to go to. <laughs> Yeah, hey, did I miss that? That's <laughs> perfect. I actually, I, I wrote an article about the show tonight saying, you know, just that Derek was going to be on and what I thought was going to happen, and I put that tweet in because I thought it was freaking hilarious. It was just, like, <laughs> amazing. So, I think he thinks she's fair game at this point. Also on the live feeds this week, one day, Paul proposed, that someone tell an outrageous story in front of Raven so that they could then watch her try to one-up it. So, <laughs> I yeah. don't know oh. if they but I love it. Oh, 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 have oh, a... oh. Huh. And what? The, 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 the big
think it, this just floated across my brain. I want to tell you guys before I forgot it. The whole incident when Matt and the towel and wiping his excitement off of himself and then drying the dishes, um, I guess as soon as Jessica came out of the house, someone told her about it because she went off. <laughs> and oh, and he was saying... Yeah, and she was going, I am so disgusted to hear that Matt was wiping our dishes with a cum towel. <laughs> that was exactly what she said. Uh, could you imagine, though, finding that out when you get out of the house, that the dishes you ate off of probably had... Oh, yeah. Matt's DNA like, all... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. Jess is pregnant. If... What? Say it again. I'm just saying I can't What'd even What did you imagine. say, Brandon? No, I was just saying I can't even imagine learning that, like, right after. Like, that would just set me off right off the bat, hearing that, because so many things wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Well, I think if Jessica is pregnant, you know, there's a chance it might be mad. Maybe she just right. settled yeah. that towel. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, True. if I saw that, probably – always eat off paper plates and paper cups the rest of my life. I would just be scarred. That's just beyond disgusting. Like, I'm surprised that Big Brother, they would even allow him to do that because I, I can I mean, I get grossed out just looking at their kitchen, uh, the top of the kitchen uh, islands that they have there. You could see all the Dirt, I, oh, that's just beyond us. Let's think of it. Yeah. Every season they get ants. Y'all, y'all seen that, right? Every season they yeah. get ants in the house. And they have to do a lockdown and they have to, like, fumigate because <laughs> they're all so freaking disgusting. Uh, I couldn't mm. even walk around barefoot there because it's filthy. It is so filthy. It's just like, ugh, ugh, I can't do it. Oh, what's all right, there's a 10-minute segment of this show with Matt crying, Mark crying over Elena. <laughs> I think his estrogen is out of balance or something. I don't know. His boobs are bigger than mine have ever been. Firmer too. Um, <laughs> going on with his estrogen. He is bawling. They showed their first kiss and blah, blah, blah. And, Oh, and Jessica just tweeted, "Ugh, I want to hug Mark." Like, okay. <sighs> I would be afraid he'd lactate on me. It's just he needs to get a grip. <laughs> so, by now we usually know who's HOH. We don't know. Um, so we really can't even kind of. I mean, we could just speculate wildly. All we know is that Jason can't be. So, oh, hey, let me ask you guys, what do you think during, because the, the shuffleboard thing was for the HOH. I think Christmas threw it. What do you guys think? There at the end? Mm, I That never crossed my mind. I didn't think that she would throw it. I, well, I mean, well, I can understand why she would. She played. She she played. I think three times. The first two times she needed to win, 
and she put it down. Like one time it was hanging right off the end, and then the time before that it was like just a few lines before the end. And then the last time she was up against nah, Jason or one of them, I don't remember, but Mark and Elena had been eliminated by then, and I think she didn't want blood on her hands because then that time it only went down like halfway. And she's buff as crap. She's more muscular than, you know, most of the guys in that house aside from the Hulk. And, no, because she, she did the best on it of any of them, and then all of a sudden, oh, it goes five feet. So that's just, that just it crossed my mind, like, maybe half an hour after the show was over. It just, like, floated up. And I was like, that's kind of weird that two shots were great and one was just really mediocre. That kind of crossed my mind, too. I did think she threw it. I, I, I wouldn't know why, but she did look like she did. So I agree. I mean, she was yeah, I mean, they... If she knew that she would, if, I mean, if anybody else, if Mark was eliminated, then she would know that she's going to be safe. So maybe she just wanted to guarantee that she would play in the next HOH competition. But then again... There's also no guarantee that she would be able to play the next HOH because it might be a physical comp and she wouldn't be cleared to play in it. So, like, you know, there, there's a few sides to it, so I don't know. Well, of all the HOHs to win, if you're safe and you know you're safe, the double eviction HOH is not the one you want because you get nothing from it except blood on your hands. Right. <clears throat> Unless I think, you know, I don't think Paul was playing real hard. I think she stepped back, and it was easy to let Jason just, you know, do the dirty work, get the blood on his hands. They don't care. I also wrote a blog this week about what I see as Paul's new evolving strategy. I don't know if you all noticed this, because it was strictly on the live feeds. It wasn't on the edited shows that I saw at all. He was telling Jason... He can't win. Paul's like, I can't win. I'm a veteran. I can't win. So I'm just here for you and Alex. I'm here to protect you, to get you further in the game, blah, blah, blah. Now, he sat at Nicole's side while a veteran won last season, but he's telling them that they they should keep him around because he can basically get them further in the game, but he can't win. What do you think about that? I thought it was like kind of it was a great strategy, I thought. But they're stupid That's to exactly believe. That's how he's going to win. Yeah, because yeah. everyone's going to believe it. So now that just almost guarantees him making it to final two. And if he makes it to final two, I don't see any reason he wouldn't win unless maybe it's Mark and Mark somehow perseveres and wins every comp from now till the end of the season. So you think he is? You think he is going to go to the end? Paul? Oh, without a doubt. I, yeah, I don't. They they don't have the balls to do it. Somebody tweeted. I don't remember who it was, but they. I I loved their tweet. They said the rest of the house guests aren't thinking for themselves because Paul hasn't told them that they're allowed to. <laughs> That was Accurate. My favorite tweet. And so 
So he tells Jason, oh, I can't win. And Jason says, no, you could totally win. And Paul goes, you're fucking stupid if you think I can win. So what's funny about that reverse psychology is now in Jason's feeble mind, his choices are thinking, Paul can't win or I'm fucking stupid. And it's like, you're fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Just like that, you are stupid. Um, uh, and so I, I wrote that it was, you know, kind of a brilliant strategy where he's, he's specifically not playing to win that he's playing to advance Alex and Jason's game. And Alex told, it's interesting, I'm trying to figure this out, Alex told Paul in front of Jason that she would always save Paul unless it came down to a choice of him versus Jason, and then she would save Jason because Jason's her ride or die. But then in the storage room and in private conversations, Paul and Alex are declaring themselves Ride or dies. So, who do you think has the real F two? Who do you think Alex thinks is her real final two? Jason or Alex? I mean, Jason or Paul? I think, I think Jason. Uh, I think he's her real ride or die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you? Think? Uh, I. See, I, I honestly think that she feels like Paul would take her to the final two, and I, she honestly probably believes that people would vote for her over Paul. But I don't think she would take Paul to the final two. That I, I didn't really make any sense. I feel like honestly, her her ride or die is probably Jason, but she would like it to be Paul. But I, but it's it's not going to be Paul because I feel like. Paul and Christmas are the ride or dies. Like when it comes to Paul's ride or die, I feel like it's probably Christmas. Well, one thing I also noticed of interest this week is how Paul is artfully turning the house against Kevin. And he's been buddy-buddy with Kevin, but he, you know, Kevin tried to be nice to Cody. He tried to pull Cody in. And so, and then he was like, oh, Cody, you know, I can't work with Cody, but the, the fact that he even talked to Cody, that was like issue one. And then Kevin told Josh that he took the 25K. I don't know why Kevin told anyone. That's so stupid. Because Ramsey's went out on that lie. So Kevin told Josh, and Josh told Paul, and then Paul told the rest of the alliance that Kevin took the money. And oh, that was... That. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, if you... You can read it on my blog, but uh, he, he he basically is, even though he's still being the same buddy-buddy to Kevin that he has been, he put, his order of eviction was Cody, Mark, Elena, Kevin, and then Matt and Raven. Um, so, yeah, he is uh -huh. definitely turning against Kevin just in case, because you know, if like one one HOA, HOH and another one veto, and then they needed a backup, and they got Kevin on the block, you know, he's laid the groundwork. As you were talking, and I don't mean to change the subject, but I have it on in the background, and they're talking about that episode where she said about 
Julie giving her the hymen? I did not. <laughs> I got it on closed captions when I saw hymen and Cody saying Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> I just love that they are, uh, yeah, that they're even having that conversation. And now they're asking Mark if he knows what a hymen is. And then they're saying a beer, yeah. like a Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, okay, that was my other favorite thing from this week. Uh, Renee, I'm going to have to take your boy, Josh, to task. When he was at the veto comp, when he was talking about the tan dam skydiving, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I wanted to throw my shoe at the TV when I heard him keep repeating the word after everyone corrected him. And yeah, Kevin's like, and he's like, it's tan dam. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That just like, we were just like laughing. I missed some of the dialogue. I had to run it back because I was just laughing hysterically. My other favorite thing in the veto comp was how – all the guys had their, you know, safari shirts, and then the girls had theirs tied up. Mark came out with his shirt tied up. I thought that was the most adorable thing that killed me. I loved that. It was funny. I noticed it, too. It was it was adorable. And somebody had tweeted, they were, because um, I was looking at the, the live tweets, and they were like, my daughter's asking, Mama, why did they buy Mark a girl's costume? <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, they don't make girls' costumes in that size, but okay. I thought that was just cute. They just, I am really, Mark is growing on me like a giant, giant kudzu vine. Um, I don't think he's going to last, but I wish he would. I, I kind of just oh. want him to outlast Josh, because I know you love him, Renee, but I really, every passing day, I hate Josh more. Well, I think Josh is funny. I like that he brings, you know, it's starting to get really boring in there now. And so that's why I like Josh, but I'm hoping and praying that Mark does something and flips his house. I, I just, they have to wake up. They have to wake up and realize, you know, if they keep playing like this. They're not getting anything. So it's not, I'm kind of like Brandon, like, you know, I don't, I have to watch it, but I don't want to watch it um, because it is pretty predictable, and you get really angry. You're like, what is going on with these people? They just want to go to jury for a vacation. Yeah, no, that's oh. I think that's one of the bigger issues with this season is that everybody in the house only cares about making it to jury. Like 75 to maybe even 90% of them do not even care about winning. They just want to make it to jury and get that stipend, which I think is the biggest problem with a lot of these seasons. It's not even a lot. It's, it's crazy, and that was part of the conversation that that I'm the Paul strategy conversation with Jason. He was telling Jason that he he knew when he came he couldn't win, but he's there for different reasons because he has a fan base blah, 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 and, like, Elena's there because she wants – because she's a radio personality and wants greater notoriety, and there's just – people came in there with some really weird motivations this season that don't make sense to me. 
And Jason, in that same conversation, told Paul, I'd be honored to lose to you. And I was just like, okay, I can't. No. (laughs) No. It's insane. It it really is insane. And I'm trying to figure out, too. It's insulting. Yeah. Yeah, you would think that they would pick up on that, right? And, like, the producers are casting, but... Also, listen, I, I know that there's floaters in the game. I know that, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm going to lay low. But, I mean, what is Matt and Raven, what do they do? Besides the cereal, we all know that. But what do they do? They do nothing. They just sit there. And do each other. What did you say? They do each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they're good at. Frequently. Well, they may not they may not even be good at it. We don't know. Maybe that, that's Jessica, why they keep trying. They're just trying to get it right. I don't know. Jessica said they were going at it while she was right there. Oh, yeah. The no, they don't care who's in the room. I don't think they care. They're just, you know, Matt's just like, uh, he's trying to get in all he can before she dies. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Oh, boy. I don't know. Maybe that little thing in her belly feels really good when he rubs against it. I I can't tell you. Maybe if she uh, cranks it up really uh, like a uh, vibrator uh, thing. Yeah, maybe Tickles it shocks him. Yeah, it, yeah, like having a little electroshock on your balls. I don't know. But <laughs> he seems like he'd be into that. Yeah, oh. yeah. Or if he wouldn't say anything. Like he literally wouldn't say anything. No. He'd be like, yeah, I, I still am flummoxed over like anything he has said all season long. I can't. I asked you guys this last week. What is your favorite Matt quote? Did y'all anything? Have y'all noticed anything he said this week? Uh, hmm, what did he say? Uh, whatever for the team, I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, that was the other, um, someone had done a little meme. Oh, I don't even know. Maybe I retweeted it. I'll have to look for it later. But they, they took Matt in the vote when he went in to vote, and they made a, they, they took out his dialogue and just put a scroll underneath it. And, it, and Julie was saying, and Matt, how will you vote? And he goes, oh, I don't know, just whatever Paul says. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's Wait till they get up. Yeah. What do you think they're going to think when they get out of the house and see what everybody actually thought of their gameplay? Yeah, I don't – I think, you know, it would be so bizarre if they floated along because they're Oh, like I don't know. They activate their wonder twin power. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening. But I hope they get out. I want them out. What I want to know, I want to see the reunion three months down the road when everybody finds out what he did with that towel, and they're all just really pissed off. Uh, they're, yeah. I mean, they might. They all say they they love each other, but 
Once once they get out and watch the show, they're going to... No. They'll realize what everybody's really like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm back to not... Aside from Mark, I really don't like anybody right now. Because Christmas, somebody tweeted... She she posts all these inspirational quotes on her Instagram page, and one was about positivity and basically, you know, not being negative, not crapping on people, and it was really ironic considering what she's doing right now strategically. But I'll, I'll give her a break because that's real life versus game life. But I just I don't like her, and I wanted to like her, and I don't like her. Really. Yeah, I don't know. She's just, she's just, she's, now she's puppeting Josh. I think she's mirroring Paul's strategy and, like, she's trying to stir drama and, but then step back and not be front and center in it. And I think she's got Josh doing her dirty work. I think she has definitely decided that Paul's game is the way to go. That's my theory. Uh yeah, I, I mean, I can see that. I like, I actually do like Christmas. Um, I'm bummed that she, you know, broke her foot. I would have liked to have seen her be, be able to compete in all the competitions. But, um, and again, I, I'm on some of the Big Brother groups, and, you know, and I go back and forth with people and about this whole, you know, bullying and versus not bullying. And I guess I'm, I might be in the minority, but I just think everything is game unless you're taking it personally, like making fun of somebody's appearance or, you know, degrading them. No, that's not game. But annoying, you know, doing anything you have to do to, to get to the end, I, I'm all for it. It does make me angry when I see, you know, when people are lying. I mean, so that's just how I get, but I do understand that it's game. So I, I love all that stuff. Otherwise, what, what would we be watching? I mean, you know, what would they be doing if they weren't causing problems? It would be, that would even be boring, more boring to me, I guess, but I don't know. My thoughts. Well, they're doing clips now of the pranks that actually some of my favorite stuff are the pranks. That was my favorite thing that James did, honestly. When he would like hide Alex under the bed. <laughs> what? Alex is James. Oh yeah, she is. When she crunched down and hid in the trash can in the storage room, <laughs> and Jason pooped <laughs> himself, that was amazing. <laughs> that, was that was hilarious. That was really good. Yeah, it helps when you're small and you can hide and stuff. But yeah, I remember because James, they had like a, a like a wardrobe against the wall. Last season, I think, and he was in there, and he waited. I think he was—he had to be in there for an hour, waiting for everybody to go to bed and the lights to go out, and then he like pounced on one of the twins, and <laughs> she went screaming. So that was funny. But yeah, no, he wasn't playing to win either. He was playing for AFP. So I think at hmm. this point, what do you think? Who who do you think would win America's favorite player this year? Oh gosh. Well, hopefully not Jessica. Um, Maybe. Is there is there America's favorite player? <laughs> there is. Yeah, well, people are polarized this season. 
What do you think, Brandon? I I honestly think that depending on when he leaves, uh, I think Mark might have a chance at winning America's Favorite. Granted, the Cody and and Jessica Army is is loud and proud and strong, but I, don't, I, I think Mark might have a chance. I'd like to see Mark win AFP. I mean, he probably won't, but I think it could happen. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing Mark win it. I don't. Uh, <clears throat> I think Kevin might actually stand a chance with it. He's he's got. I don't know that that old dude appeal and. You know, I think he's about to get shafted, and I don't think he's going to see it coming. But Paul has pointed out that if they take him to the end, that they won't beat him. And I think they're probably right, because I don't think he's pissing people off the way everybody else is. What's he done? But I, yeah. They're long. Like that. He he acts as like this surrogate father. He does their laundry. He gives them pep talks, and you know, I mean, you have to reconsider. I don't know how old you guys are. I know how old I am. And for a lot of these, a lot of these people are young, and a lot of them still live at home. You know, I'm betting you anything that Alex Christmas doesn't, because Christmas is pushing forty. But like Alex probably lives at home. We know Paul lives at home. We know Josh lives at home. Um, I don't know about Mark. Uh, I believe Elena has a real job and lives on her own. But I think a lot of them live with their parents. And so for Kevin, it's like he's fulfilling this role that they're lacking, you know, since they've come to do this. Like Jason's married. He doesn't live at home. But a lot of, a lot of, a surprising number of the Big Brother house guests in every season live at home. Nicole lives at home. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Oh my god, she lives with her mom. Yeah. She uh <laughs> she lives out in rural rural nowhere and I I mean I don't think there's a reason for her to move out cuz there's probably not any place to go cuz she lives in the sticks. Um yeah, she still lives at home. So But isn't she a nurse? At, yeah. Right, but she lives in this really, really small town, and in, you know, I don't know how much experience y'all have in living in small towns. I grew up in a small town. There weren't even like apartments or stuff, so yeah, there's not like a swinging single scene. So it kind of it doesn't matter if you live at home and then you go and and do stuff. Oh, it looks like the HOH comp is just starting. But the live feeds are not going to be back up until midnight Eastern, which is when this show finishes at 9 p.m. on the West Coast. So at midnight, if we're up, we'll know who won HOH. And we might know. Um, I have an alert set up on my phone from Big Brother Network. It's not bad during the week, but on the weekends. I will. My phone will chime at like 2 a.m., 2, 3 a.m. on Saturday, and it's like, guess who won the veto? Guess who won, you know, and I'm like, I don't care. Don't chime my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. Not now. I just don't give a shit. But, um, but sometimes <laughs> I'll actually, 
I'll get up and I'll see it. And my husband's like, what's, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's a veto ceremony. And he goes, who won? I'm like, I'm not swiping it. I'm not No. <laughs> I'm not falling for that. Find out in the morning. And he's like, but I don't know now. Like, eh, get the app. So, yeah, I will probably midnight, so I'll take a look. But yeah. I think, honestly, all of, this, all of this already took place. So, and the nomination ceremony probably already took place because the feeds have been down since right after the live eviction last night. So I feel like that Derek was probably in the house earlier today and all of this already went down and blah, blah, blah. So I think we'll know when we see whose faces are on the wall and, you know, who's up in the HOH. And what do it you think? Matter. About what? Who do you think, who's your guess of who might have won? I hope with a with a, a green and hulky passion that Mark won HOA. <laughs> that, that's what I want. So what do you, who do you want to win, Renee? Yeah, I want Mark to win. Brandon? Yeah, I gotta say, I'd, I'd love it if Mark won. I mean, I think Paul Bass needs to be on the block this week. Yeah. If if Mark wins HOH, I would love to see Paul go up there and and try to to work some magic on Hulk. And I I don't think it'll work, but I'd like to see him try. I think Mark would put up Paul and Josh. I don't even know if he would go for a back door because if he puts both of them up, you know, then those are targets he wants gone. Who do you guys think? If he won, who would he nominate? You're right. I think I think I heard him say he was going to put up uh, Paul and Josh. So, and I and one of them will go home. Well, yeah, definitely because. Only one can win veto. Well, right, because then if it comes to if one of them wins veto and he has to do a renom, he can renom somebody he knows they won't send home, like Alex. Or Raven. Well, Raven's a risk because, you know, she's annoying as fuck. So <laughs> Alex, more people like Alex. What do you think? What do you think, Brandon? Nominations and renom in case of veto? Uh, I would, I, I think that Paul and Christmas should be on the block together because I, I, I really don't like Christmas. I think I've said it before, and I really don't like Alex. But I, I kind of just try to tune her out because she's just like a little like Rottweiler puppy that just barks and barks and barks, and you, you just kind of like smack once or twice to get, try to get her to shut up. Um, but I think <laughs> that it would be best to get Christmas out because Christmas or Paul, because I feel like both of them are kind of. I mean, Paul obviously is, but I think Christmas also is controlling a few people in the game. And I think it would be smart to get either of them out, honestly. I mean, I, they're not going to vote out Paul, so I think if Paul and Christmas were up together on the block, the House would probably vote Christmas out. Um, and I would honestly be fine with that. that that's a good idea. Um, some of the people some people on a Twitter have started calling Christmas Yom Kippur. 
which I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I'm looking at some of these tweets. The thing about Yom Kippur is that she thinks she's the shit. At least Alex knows her place, but this bitch acts like she's above it all. Oh. <laughs> OMG, I just realized Yom Kippur has been shitting on Cody for lying about his age when she did the same exact thing, which is true. She did. Oh, boy. There's a whole bunch. I didn't know until, like, yesterday that people have been calling her Yom Kippur. I mean, you'd think they would have gone with Hanukkah. I don't really understand the Yom Kippur, but (laughs) maybe Yom Kippur is easier to spell spell, because Hanukkah has got, like, three spellings. Uh Uh, this one is great from a week ago. Yom Kippur is high as a kite. You know how I know? She always starts drama when she's high. <laughs> yep. She's taking all those pills. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this one's nice. Yom Kippur recently have wisdom tooth removal or are her chipmunk cheeks due to housing Paul's nuts? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You just sit and read BB-19 tweets all day. These people are brutal. It's so amazing. These are the same brutal people that are calling out the bullying in the house. Right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's wonderful. Now, um, I had talked to Pam just because we were, you know, Renee, you you addressed earlier, and I agree that probably a lot of people are watching the the show, the special show tonight, and uh, on East Coast and West Coast. So we're probably not going to do a long show. We're probably going to wrap up pretty soon. Uh, Brandon, what else is on your mind that you want to talk about before we before we wrap? Hopes, dreams, aspirations, things that make you want to go hmm. <laughs> Well, I saw this is kind of random. I saw the organ from BBOT or BBOT, whatever, whatever you call it. She was in the audience last night, and I thought maybe it would have been interesting to see her like pop in the game. And I don't know, maybe participate. I mean, I know she's seen the season, and it probably wouldn't work, but but it would have been interesting to have like a OTT person come in and like I don't know, play for a week. I just, I'm just looking for anything that could shake up the game, anything that I can, I can think of, which, like, I I don't know how it's going to happen now, but I just hope that this back that Mark is HOH and he puts up Paul, anybody, honestly. I don't care who, just as long as Paul is it's fine. And then if, if Paul is HOH, then I, I go for Alex or Chris. I mean, I, I feel like this isn't as difficult. Maybe it's because we're watching it from the outside. We're not influenced by anyone in the house. But I've, I, I don't know how you want to protect a veteran player when you know that they know the game probably better than you and have a way better chance of winning than you because they know what they're doing. How could you want to protect someone like that? I just don't understand why these people are stupid. Ugh. <laughs> All right, Renee, issue your vent. Go ahead. 
No, I don't have any event. I have two things that I wanted to um, talk about real quick. One was, I don't know if you were watching the live feeds uh, when they were in the backyard. Paul was in the backyard. I thought that there was another bullhorn incident where they called Paul, Paul a bully, and he supposedly cried. I don't know if either one of you saw that. That Paul hmm. cried. I, I, didn't I, I, don't, that. I don't. I don't think Paul has tears in his body, but okay, maybe he was sweating. I thought I saw him. I do think I saw him crying. Like I didn't see his face, but I thought he was. I have to go back and look. So um, I thought he was huh. upset about that. And then the other, the other thing was, I just thought it was hilarious with Alex's weenies uh, or wieners, I should say, weenies. Um, <laughs> wieners. With her camp, every time she had a set up camp, like it was, it was just very funny. I enjoyed watching that. Yeah, she. I had put in one of my articles this week that I know why. I mean, I I like Elena to some extent, but I know I totally get why Alex was pissed off because they had just made the deal not not to curse each other, and then it not. She ruined her HOH. I mean, the rest of her HOH is, like, worthless because she would get that tent and everything packed up, and then the bugle sounds again, like, immediately, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it just sucks. And that pack, you know, she's, like, five feet tall, and that pack supposedly weighs about 50 pounds, and, she, and she's at five grand. Because they had a fight on the live feeds after um, after this all went down. And, of course, none of this stuff shows up on the actual show. So most people, unless you watch live feeds, you know, America doesn't know this stuff. But Alex went in on Elena about taking the money, and she was mad because she said Elena doesn't need the money. And she said that Elena has mentioned before that she drives an Audi. And Alex goes, do you know what kind of fucking car I have? I don't have a fucking car. And Elena said, that's because I have a fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Elena. <laughs> oh, God. Did, Funny. Did you both... Go ahead. What? No, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, in Go ahead. Well, hold your thought for one second, and I'll finish this. Later, Elena told Cody that the reason she took the money was because she knew they were going to piss her off later and that she would leave the house regretting not taking it. So she did it knowing it was petty, but knowing that they were going to piss her off, and she it, she said it would eat at her later. All right, go ahead, Renee. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say Alex with – with that big backpack on, she fell into the refrigerator, and I think Jason had to get her out. It was on the live feed. It was just really funny. Oh, that is hilarious. Oh, my you God. You know what? I was about that, the whole thing, which is very easy. I understand but didn't handle it as well as, like, people in the past handled it. Part of the experience. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe not fun, but I don't know. You're, you're part, of, part of the experience. 
fan, so I thought that maybe she would have been spry because she didn't really play the game at all, but I thought she was great. And, like, she took that in stride, even though she knew she was going to leave that week. And, like, she took the stance, and, and so I just thought I was going to take it up there. Yeah. Um, this, these people, I am just meh with them across the board. I'm, I, I would love to see Paul go out. I would like... I am hoping currently Mark wins HOH and that they worked up the nerve to send Paul out because it, I, I so want to see what this house is like without Paul. I mean, is it is it going to be so boring that production just shuts down and they just draw names to give the money? I mean, <laughs> they won't know what to do. Yeah, one of the um, – Someone had tweeted this thing. It was great, and I, 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 it was a really good graphic on Twitter. It's in one of my articles. I'll have to see if I can find it and retweet it. But it was a, a it was a, a little animated image of two sheep standing side by side, and they're holding a banner between them, and it says, "Paul says one of us can win, so we're really excited." <laughs> uh, that's what the season has come to. Yeah, uh, there's some. If you do BB19 sheep, if you do hashtag BB19 and sheep, you will just find there's just people have gone all out with the memes. <laughs> it's amazing. It is. I would really like to see how how this house does without him, and what happens. You know. So. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Well, we may not see. We may not get the chance to see at all. Okay. You're being very all optimistic right. and thinking that they're actually going to get him out of the house, which is good. I know. I think the only way they can – well, the only way I think they can get him out is Mark wins HOH, and then there's a special curse that limits it to one person on the block and no POV. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe – on a zero to zero vote, you know, it's it's kind of amazing. I don't know. Uh, they are that is not woke at all. So there's no hope. There really. There's no hope. It's hopeless. I know. I just feel like I wish I was in the jury house with Cody, and so I wouldn't have to watch anymore either. <laughs> if only we could be so lucky. Exactly. We could just drink margaritas and watch Netflix. Because Raven says, y'all, there's Netflix in there. So, <laughs> the, I think she would know. I think she, she excited about it. Because there's no Netflix at her trailer park, and I just think that's why she's really excited. It's her, it's her chance. New experience. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I think we're probably ready to wrap because we've covered our hopes and dreams for next week, and it sounds like we are all pinning pinning our hopes on Mark, big old Mark. So we'll, we'll see. All right. So, David, are you you with us? 
I am with you, yes. Hello. All right, we're going to wrap because oh. this is this is kind of a weird short week because we don't have all the results to talk about, and we've uh, we've beaten Paul to death semi-successfully, <laughs> more successful than the house guests. So I think we're good. Um, we'll be back Friday night, same bat channel, same bat time, 8 p.m., and we'll have lots more to talk about. Hopefully we can say that Paul at least got his butt on the block, if not out of the house, when we tune in next week. You can find me on Twitter at Belinda, G-T-B-E-L-Y-N-D-A-G-T. Renee, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, Renee Portia, P-O-R-S-I-A. Um, and I, you can see me comment about all my lovely thoughts on Big Brother. Okay, Brandon, could we also find you on Twitter, possibly? Actually, the lead one, no, okay, yeah. Find me on Twitter at O-U-Brandon, or I may or may not tweet it out, Big Brother. So just see what kind of mood I'm in after I see Sunday's episode. <laughs> okay, David, I think that we're we're at a wrap. Okay, thank you guys for an, another great week. Thank you, everybody. And and we'll see you all next week. Yep, we will see see you Friday. Bye-bye. Have a great evening. Good night, everybody. Good night. connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-Two Radio.com.